0: I hate this town, it's so washed up And all my friends don't give a fuck They'll tell me that it's just bad luck When will I find where I fit in?
1: What's up, my guys? We are back. This is the Juice Box with episode 41. We are Czarless tonight, but we have a very special guest. Big Juice, what's up?
0: What's up, man? I mean, things have been going well. I feel bad that czar's not here. Um, I imagine I want to talk about it on the pod. I was going to congratulate him on getting his new home. Um, little technical difficulties on that end, so we'll we'll let him probably address that in Midnight Gamer or... Uh, next week's episode. But yeah, things have been very, very, very good for me this week. Um, Catching that vitamin D looking like a snack. My skin looks crazy right now. So I'm just, (laughs) I'm I'm very happy, very happy with what's going on. I do want to just say this because I did say it before we started recording, you know, this is the first week that all of the negativity on social media and the news is actually driving me crazy in terms of, it, it it I feel super run down, and I know like with what's going on out there, there are some good causes that are going on. Like obviously the black lives Black Lives Matter movement is huge, but then it it just seems like everybody on social media, anything that they have to say now is just negative, and I I don't know. It's just it it's affected me very very much this week. So I was. Looking forward to this to get a little positivity back in my life. Yeah, well,
1: I mean, you always have your trolls. That's just social media for you.
0: Yeah, and cancel culture, I just want to say good luck taking down Joe Rogan and Barstool. I just want to say good fucking luck, because it ain't happening, sis. It ain't fucking (laughs) happening. Tiggy,
2: what's up, baby? What's going on? What's going on? Good week. Excited to be back. I guess I was here last week. Yeah, but yeah, you got, got some big, big news. Yeah, let, I guess get, like, I got some, some of, of your news. news let bro. it fly. So yeah, so actually, I kind of mentioned this in my initial interview,
0: episode eight.
2: That's right, Roy Miller. People, Roy forget. Miller. But um, <laughs> I don't think I ever talked about it again. But yeah, so I am officially sworn in to the United States Air Force. Currently waiting for the delayed and en- enlisted period in the program. So it might be a couple months, might be a year, but um. Yeah, so technically I'm a quote-unquote airman.
0: Now, have you thought of a nickname yet? Because, you know, I, for any of you that don't know, Tiggy loves Tom Cruise. He's in a great movie called Top Gun. Do we know what uh, what your nickname is going to be when you're flying high in the sky?
2: Um, Yeah, so I haven't really thought about the call sign too much, you know. um, I definitely can't take Maverick because that's just, you know, way too over the top, but... You know, I'll probably just have to throw some names around. I don't know. I feel like sometimes like a call sign has to be given to you, too. Sometimes.
1: Oh, yeah. I don't think you can give yourself the nickname. I don't think it works that way.
2: Yeah. Maybe I should just walk in first day. and be like, Yeah, you can call me T-Bone. huh?" <laughs>
1: <laughs> Guys, I already got my nickname. It's T-Bone.
0: Now, I, I want to ask you this. Um, and you can you can deny it on the pod, but you can give me like a wink or something. If so, if you come in contact with aliens, are we going to be the first ones to know? Okay, all right. I understand. Enough said. Enough, Enough said with said. the
1: uh, the silent treatment, so yeah. we'll just move on from that. But guys, very special guest tonight. Take a listen to the interview. Enjoy. Guys, we have a very special guest with us tonight, Mr. Entrepreneur himself, Braxton Nolte. What's going on, man?
0: What's up, fellas? How's it going? It's going good. It's very, going good. very, very excited to have you here. Um, very intrigued because... You are opening a new restaurant, but before we jump into that, it's wild to me that you are also doing a day job as well. Like, Correct. isn't that great? Like, aren't you going loony tunish right now?
3: <laughs> I've had a couple mental breakdowns the past couple months. Um, I've, I've, uh, I don't really know how to describe it. It's a very, very hard lifestyle right now I will have to say entrepreneurs I give them all the credit in the world because I didn't know what they go through until you go through it like I am it is a wild roller coaster yeah. big time
1: Now I I talked to you a few months ago you don't really sleep much at all do you you're not much of a sleeper are you no
3: usually uh well I used to work out in the morning none anymore <laughs> 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 like Tig, we used to go to the Y and uh huff but Um, no, pretty much it's like I said, right now it's nine o'clock. I still got about three, four hours ahead of me and I'll be up tomorrow morning at four or five in the morning starting my day. So it's a good four or five hours, but um I I, I guess I can't call myself lazy any. Oh, hell no.
0: So how how long was the idea for the restaurant in the works? Like when did when was the point where you knew that you wanted to open up your restaurant and then how did that process kind of start?
3: Um, well, it kind of all started about two and a half years ago, and uh, I mean, I, I mean, I like to drink, I like to eat good food, so I just thought, well, hey, we're going to have a restaurant, and I looked at Wheeling, and you know, no pun intended, there wasn't really a place where you could really sit down and eat. It's a lot of bar food, grease food, just regular style beers, and um, you know, I had a place downtown, kind of fell through. Um, I have some other property that I looked at, and it just just wasn't coming together and I found out the old Ernie's Esquire was kind of open and I said let's let's take a shot and um, me and my dad kind of did the remodel inside and out um, but it all started just from a pen and paper writing ideas down and yeah oh yeah now we're here in three days we we open to the public so it's been a long long six months put it that way or long Two, or almost three years now process
0: yeah because that that building is like legendary i mean like everybody around here when you, if if they would ask where it's at all you'd have to say is the old ernie's esquire building and i mean everybody knows where that's at and i feel like with the location you know you're you're kind of the only game in town on that side of the road i mean i know Uncle Pete's did open up um, in the old cam lot. I haven't been there, don't know how they're doing. But in that specific area, you got to feel confident in terms of, like, if you guys start shining, I mean, you are the only game in town on that side of the road.
3: Absolutely. Like I said, Ernie's was around for, I think, 60, 65 years, and it was a big staple. He had a hell of a following, but I, I get, I mean, older generation people come in, they're like, oh, this is when I had my – first prom or this is why I had my first date with my wife so it brings back a lot of memories and you know when they walk around in the restaurant now and they're like this doesn't even look like the place Uh, but they love the decor and um, it's just crazy to think that Ernie had such a big following that a lot of these people are still here and they're like for the past 16 years I was surprised the restaurant never went in there and like you said in Bethlehem I'm the only game in town you know, Elm Grove only has a couple restaurants. The next closest is the Highlands, and th- a lot of those chains are starting to close with Applebee's and Logan's, and I heard some others. Um, but people around here, they're just so used to chains. That's that's no, all. That's yeah, all it's around here. True. They want somewhere they can come in and say, this is a local place, local establishment. So hopefully I can bring the old Ernie's crowd and also the younger crowd in because it is kind of vibey in there.
1: Mm-hmm.
3: Um, so I'm just really excited for people to see it.
1: That leads into my next question, which you led into very nicely, I might add. Uh so you said you had a few people in there, and they're like, wow, it doesn't even look like the old Ernie's Esquire. So what do we got going on in there now? I've seen a few pictures, but can you give us, like, a lowdown of, like, what we yeah, got going so on? so when you walk
3: in the building, it's still the old old stone steps. Uh, like I said, I have a fireplace in there now and a couple other things when you walk in. But when you walk into the main, it's kind of our big sign uh, lit. Um, you have a 20-seat bar. You'll have a glass Uh, That's around the bar, so you get to see the guys uh, cook the wood fire pizza. Oh, now that's That's So it's kind of a show and entertainment. Uh, There's TVs there. Then you go to the dining room. Like I said, we'll seat 178 people inside. We have an Esquire room, uh, which is for banquets, overflows. That's kind of more of your peppy crowd mm-hmm. of the old. I, w- I still want the white tablecloth. Mm-hmm. Uh, then we have outside, which we'll have live bands, live music. We have a concrete bar out there. It's real rustic, made out of old barn wood. Oh, yeah. um, it's a 12-seat bar, and we'll we'll seat 72 people out there.
1: Nice. Uh,
3: so we're well over the 200 limit, well, well over. Um, I, I just think it's going to be – it's just more of a – it's pulley lights. It's old steel. Um, it, it's – it's nice leather. It's wooden tables, concrete tables outside. It's a metal seat bar. Um, like I said, the 24 craft. So you'll, you'll. If someone doesn't like my menu or the beers I have, we have over even with bottles and cans, we have over 60 beers. So if you don't find something you like, and you do go out in the world and tell me about it, that you did find something, please let me know because I'd like to copy them. Because, <laughs> I mean, they, they they have they must do one uh, hell of a restaurant business if they if. If they have something that someone doesn't say I have. Yeah. yeah.
0: And, like, honestly, I just want to say, if somebody – I'm looking at the camera. If somebody's going to bitch about something like that, that's your fucking problem. <laughs> you know, like, that's th- – with how the world is today, I feel like, you know, everybody thinks they need to be catered to. And, exactly. And I just had to get that off my chest. <laughs> but um, you brought it's up okay. the Let beer. it all out. So – I mean, how do you – now, It's you'll probably have, like, domestics and stuff like no, that. No, sir. No, sir. Okay, craft so, on tap. Okay, cool. So, like, how do you decide which ones to bring in? <laughs> well, um, that, that
3: took about three or four months planning with the beer distributors. I just wanted something different. I don't want you to walk in. There's Ultra Bud Light, yeah. Yingling. You know, we have different ones called Harpoon Brewery. A lot of people don't have them. Uh, the brewery I've been to in Boston up there is phenomenal. I'm even surprised. Harpoon's even in West Virginia. West Virginia, it's a weird fact. Like, we're the 48th state or the 47th state to get any kind of liquor or booze. So we're on the last of every Damn. distributing. Jeez. Um, yeah. We have Breckenridge. We have Country Boy. We'll have UFOs. We'll have Terrapin. We'll have Sierra Nevada. We'll have New Belgium. We'll have Victory. We'll have Bells, Founders, Voodoo. Um, I mean, that can do The Works. Th- th- the Works. I mean, <laughs> yeah. is, I mean, it's any kind of ale, red ale, Pilsners to IPAs, double IPAs, stouts, porters, colches. You name it, I got it on tap.
0: Yeah, that's and that awesome. just goes back to what I said. If you can't find something, <laughs> that's your fucking fault. <laughs> but good, GT.
1: Yeah. So, just to touch on your menu, mm-hmm. I, I've heard the only thing I've heard so far, briefly, is like. Their pizzas, mm-hmm. is that? Would you say that's the signature? No, the that is not the signature okay. at all. That's oh. that's that's not. Oh,
3: it's okay. it's going to be steak, seafood. Oh, nice. Uh, we have high end steaks. We have a out back for ribs, uh, brisket, uh, smoked chickens. Uh, we have signature burgers, oh, sandwiches, okay, that's awesome. salads. We have the old Ernie's uh, Coquille and the old Ernie's hummus. A lot of people asked. Uh, I, I found the original recipes. Uh, actually from his wife. She gave him to me. That's awesome. Um, so we, and I actually talked to his son uh, and he actually gave me a recipe for a shrimp dish uh, that we'll also have. Uh, and that's going to be kind of the, it's going to be kind of the shrimp tour. Uh, you'll get six or you'll get five shrimps in five different sauces. And uh, they were all a big Ernie staple. So we're trying to incorporate Ernie's a little bit, but have our own touch, but you know, have Ernie's still oh have yeah. his glory a little Pay bit. Pay homage to exactly exactly Esquire. So yeah, that's he, cool. I like he's that. Kinda, yeah, he he kinda laid the way. Yeah. And uh, hopefully, uh, you know, hopefully I'm in business longer than sixty years. So yeah, <laughs> right? you know, I mean, you know, hopefully I can uh you know, I can, you know, have this baby for a while. So yeah. Hell yeah. I mean well, I'm excited. Well
0: it, it it's exciting, um one, because it's a new place around here that is kind of like you said, not chain esque. It's um Kind of like, you know, your, your baby, like homegrown type thing in terms of your choosing what you're bringing in and everything like that. Now, I want to ask, you said that you'll have outdoor music and things like that. Correct. Will, will you have like bar hours? Like, will you be open till one or two in the morning? Or are you more like kind of like close at like a 10 or 11? Like if, if, if somebody's up there and they're drinking, when, when are you closing, closing the bitch?
3: <laughs> you know, that's kind of hard because you don't want to chase people out of there to yeah. piss True. them off. Um, but Monday to Thursday, we'll, we'll be open 11 to 11. Uh, Friday and Saturday, 11 to midnight. And Sunday, we'll have brunch at uh, 9 a.m. and we'll close at 10 p.m. on Sunday. Um, if people are there having a good time, there's still music going on. I'm not going to say, hey, it's yeah. midnight, let's go. Um, I, I just don't want the fights and the riffraff up there. Oh, that, that's, dude, yeah. that's the big thing I don't want. So if people are still there till one in the morning drinking, having a good time, and you know socializing and everything's under control i'm I'm not going to kick anyone out until everyone leaves is kind of when i close i mean you never really go by the bar you know you never go by you're i'm starting to learn from a lot of people you say midnight that means one for people Mm -hmm. so i i know it's going to be longer and i think a lot of people are excited so
1: i mean other than a few occasions though now i feel like you know 11 12 rolls around i'm ready to be done drinking anyway I'm ready for bed. So well, I'm no, fine with and
0: that. I agree. <laughs> like we we were just talking about that. Yeah. For me, it this whole like go out crazy party life. I'm I can't do it anymore, man. Like my hangovers now are at least two days if I drink hard.
3: <laughs> yeah, I used to. I, believe me, I, I, believe me, I was the biggest drinker around. I have to admit. I mean, I used to love going out and pounding them. But you know, after these past couple months, you, oh, you're yeah. you're in business and your your name's on the line. I just don't want my photo on on the internet getting retweeted for a DUI. <laughs> so, oh, dude. So I'm starting to learn a little bit, and like I said, I, I've been so busy so much, I, I I don't even have time to even go out anymore
1: to even enjoy a beer. Yeah. It sounds like you've definitely put a lot of time and effort into this. What do you think, like, you said you had a lot of time planning for the beer, you had a lot of time doing this. What was, like, the hardest part of the process, you think?
3: Uh, it was the beef, uh, picking out, sourcing, uh... The the steaks to the house made burgers the chicken the seafood, um, we kind of basically hand pick it. We have a farm um, that does our beef and ground, um, uh, you know, for our burgers. Um, our seafood comes every day fresh from a truck from Baltimore. Damn, um, our chicken tight. comes from a um, uh, from a farm down in southern West Virginia. Um, you know, they're it's not like you're getting a Tyson chicken where you get. 2000 chickens and they're shitting on each other and flapping around. They kill them in two months. Uh, I mean, these, I mean, they even say these are like our pets part of our family and, and until it's time to make yeah. money. But <laughs> um, no, like I said, that was the hardest part is, is really going out and, and sourcing this stuff to get the best quality and grade that you can find.
1: Yeah.
3: Now, now, that was the hardest part.
0: Now I imagine, you know, we got to bring it up cause it's going on everywhere. Did Corona impact anything at all in terms of food or things like that or did you kind of catch it at the right time since you weren't really open yet like it have you had any issues there no not really with the
3: corona just with the beer companies a little bit because a lot of them uh kind of the background story when this corona hit a lot of the beer that were in kegs they weren't selling they don't sell them at the stores and basically they were taking kegs and donating them to christmas tree farms i guess it's a good fertilizer wow so they're wow all their kegs are just starting to be back in production um but corona really didn't affect us really it was more we weren't open during that time um but i guess a little bit on the on the prices of the food definitely went up um so just a little but nothing really personally or really with the restaurant it was like it happened and i don't have to worry about opening now because yeah. i don't have to rush i can take my time a little bit and kind of take a breath but yes yeah, so,
0: <laughs> so this will drop on july 5th on sunday what is your actual opening date just so everybody july 6th oh 6 okay.
3: 11 a.m we are open seven days a week from uh just whenever from dusk I mean, till dawn yeah we're we're gonna be open like i said right now we're we're working on a month uh we're working on a month reservation so far right now. I have a soft opening Thursday and Friday. Um, but, yeah, I mean, uh, calls are coming in like crazy right now for reservations. So we're, we're about a month out, really.
2: Now, on Monday morning, 11 a.m., can I just walk in and sit, or do I need to call somehow and squeeze a reservation Yeah, you can, you can walk in. I can just walk, walk on in. Walk in.
3: Usually reservations are dinner times. We're getting pretty filled Wednesday to Saturday nights.
2: Are, so, are, are the but lunch hour is pretty good? Pretty yeah, early. lunch hour should be fine. Awesome! I'm super excited.
0: Now, iced mugs or glasses? You having them? We'll have. Um, you mean like the 16 ounce beers, the pints? Yeah, th- th- this is probably a question that my dad would want me to ask <laughs> because he's a huge iced mug guy. <laughs> in th- in those pints, so we. We'll yeah, we will definitely have frosted
3: mugs. Well, have definitely frosted sure. mugs. We have a um, uh, kind of on our our tap system. You flip the glass upside down, and cold water sprays into it. Uh, and it's right at the 34, 35-degree mark, so it's not freezing yet, but yeah. it frosts the mug, and, you cut the, and the beer always pours at, at 34 degrees. So I'd I tell you, if there's a warm beer, let me know, because <laughs> my system's failed me. <laughs>
1: <laughs> so personal question. Out of your beers you've chosen for your taps, do you have a favorite on there?
3: Oh, absolutely. It's Country Boy uh, Cougar Bait. Okay. Country Boy Cougar Bait and the Country Boy Lemonade Lager.
1: I'll make sure. I'm biased
3: to Country Boy because I've been there so many times. So I'll make sure I'm when I come in I'll it. get
1: one of the Country Boys. Absolutely.
3: Where,
0: where's that out of?
3: Lexington, Kentucky. So okay. I was about 40 minutes away when I lived in Cincinnati. And uh, we ha- I have another one. They're, they're coming up uh, for crafts nights, and we'll get into that with wine night, bourbon nights. We'll, we'll, we'll get into that later. But there will be some tricks up my sleeves. I'll have a lot of these brewing companies coming up doing craft nights.
0: Oh, yeah. So like I I was going to ask, how does that work? Do you have to go have face to face meetings? Is this phone call like do you just call and say, hey, I'm opening a restaurant or
3: no. um, Like I said, I'm working with the beer distributors. It's kind of it's 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 hard with the state. You have to go through the state. Gotcha. Um, But like I said, I I had an in at country boy. I knew one of the brewers. Um, He's definitely excited. I know like Sierra Nevada is coming. Berkeley Springs is coming. Uh, Green uh, Greenbrier, Big Timber, um, Harpoons coming, uh, Stone Brewery's coming. The Bridge Brew uh, is a new brewery out in Fayetteville, West Virginia. So right now we got we got fifteen right now. Uh, we got four wine uh, four wineries coming so far, uh, and we also have three bourbon companies that are coming. So these will be sold in tickets, uh, limited forty to fifty people, um, just to entice people a little bit more to like oh shit.
1: I better get a ticket. I better get a ticket.
3: Absolutely. <laughs> so, and basically what they'll do is you'll have four or five beers and we'll pair them uh, with each dish. So you might have a blueberry and we might give you some kind of dish that pairs with it or a dark lager and we might pair a steak or, uh, you know, a piece of smoked chicken or something with it. So you'll have pairings with the beer.
1: That sounds really freaking
3: sweet. And
2: with these like pairings and these uh, kind of like um, craft shows and stuff like that, is the is the whole restaurant going to be closed down for those events or is no? restaurants will
1: still be open. You'll
3: just have the back room or outside for those.
2: Gotcha. That's yeah. So there'll good.
3: be live entertainment too. Like I said, those will last about two two and a half hours because uh, the brewery will come and they'll they'll show you how they make the beer and what they do to it and you know different fun facts yeah. about it. And you actually have beer representatives there that will go around and talk and throw out keychains or shirts or koozies or. Whatever the hell they want to throw, so and they'll bring beer. So, so it's
1: literally like you, you're having like your your own little mini brew fest going on, kind of in a way. Yes, that's pretty cool. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: I'm I'm n- I'm not shocked that you're this prepared and educated on all this, but nothing like that normally really goes on around here in terms of like in a restaurant setting. What made what enticed you to want to do? Um, different things or, or I mean I imagine I know you want to be different you want to yeah. bring in crowds but it's a great idea That the, like I've I never would have expected that so how did you think of these kind of things I mean I, I know that's I kind of a hard living, question no living in a bigger city
3: um, down in Cincinnati like you would go to restaurants and they would have these places down there they have Rheingeist they have um, uh, you know that went to different restaurants and that w- they would do that uh, Country board did the same thing, I and mean, there's uh, Braxton's Brewery down in, uh, you know, down in Kentucky, that's where I really got the idea when I first went one, obviously, you know, like I said, I like Braxton Brewery, they're not in West Virginia, but I wish they were, but they kind of put something on um, at a kind of a local restaurant place, and I said, wow, this, this is awesome, like, I, I've never experienced this, and um, so I, that's, I kind of copied it.
1: No, I mean, there's nah, I mean, yeah, I feel like that's kind of the way of the game you the just war- research yeah. different restaurants and do what you like from other restaurants. You know what I mean?
0: Yeah, we we live we definitely live in a, a copy copycat society. I mean, that's that's what you have to do to grow your brand, which leads into my question. Are you looking now? This is fast forwarding. You know, I got three are, cities already that we are under. No we are under a contract already.
3: Wow. Bam. So uh, I had two that came to me personally. Um, one was just kind of, hey, you might want to call this guy. He's a developer. I can't say the cities. Um, and we actually just we actually met last week. Um, hence, that's why I told you guys I was out of town. Yeah, yeah. So, um, but we are we are gonna we are gonna have. Uh, a couple more outside of wheeling wow. here in the next couple of years
1: that's, really that's cool. awesome. So, big question where'd you come up with the name Have, where'd that come from yeah, say, the, say the
0: name first because we haven't we haven't even brought it, it up yet. it's char house on the
3: boulevard um so when i ordered our wood fire pizza came from italy and we tried it out one night and basically i was like wow that's a that's a char that's that's like charred because mm-hmm. it's a different texture on the bottom and and then we start doing our steaks, and I'm like, "That's charred." So it just became the Char House, and we're on Bethlehem Boulevard, so it just became the Char House on the Boulevard. I, I like it. it. So it, it, we didn't go, we didn't have a name going into this. Uh, we we probably had 50 names that we were gonna call it, and when I just said Char House on the
1: Boulevard, I said, "That's it." Yeah, I feel so like that's,
3: that's how it happened. It just was a spur of the moment. Yeah,
1: I feel like honestly, dude, when it comes to like name and shit like that, I feel like that's that happens a lot. You can plan like, oh, let's name it. Let's pick from these ten. But then you said, "Oh, that's charred," and you're like, "Oh, there's the name right there." Yeah, and
0: and you are you're a younger guy Um, doing this at your age is a pretty big deal. It's in my opinion, it's something that you don't really see much anymore. People start doing this when they're older. What advice would you give to you know younger people um, if if they had the idea or had the dream of doing it? What do you have any like tips or any advice for? younger people that may want to follow the footsteps
3: yeah you're not getting any younger i mean every day that goes by like i said when i was putting in the restaurant having these ideas by the time i look i'm like wow braxton it's been three years now you know so time time goes but like i said you just got to grab the bull by the horns and go if you fail you fail if you do well you do well like i said i've i've failed in many things right now at the restaurant and had to redo the best advice you're not getting any younger just dive on in. Yeah. That's no. the easiest. Just dive on in because you never we'll know t- what's going
1: to happen until you do it. Yeah. So, I mean, you may not want to dive into this, but I'll ask, and if not, whatever. Your future plans, like you you're you have your day job now. Yeah, working
3: investments, yes. Yeah,
1: you're working in investments. Do you want, obviously, your restaurant that to be, like, do you want to have your investment job and your restaurant job, like, continuing forward, or is it, like, you want your rest? I'm saying years down the line. Yeah, you just want your restaurant um, business to be what you do, or if Char House gets bigger, mm-hmm. I'll 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 leave my day job. Okay.
3: I'll definitely. I, I mean, I want to make a brand. Um. By the time I'm dead, I I I wrote a goal down. I want to have one in each state. That that's my goal. By the time I die, I I want to make Char House a brand. Wow. That's, that's awesome. what I want to make. That's a good I want to make it, a it brand. is, yeah. and it
0: it it's incredible, and it's cool because. You know, you're betting on yourself. You, you don't normally see people, younger people, take a jump or take a, a stab at something they want to do because, unfortunately, now everybody's just expecting that everything's going to be given to them. So I don't know. I, I, uh, I'm, I'm really, I, I really am impressed with everything, and I drove by it a couple days ago. Dude, the outside looks great. I fucks with the sign heavy. me and my dad built that sign no shit that's out
3: of old barn wood and uh we had a guy make this steel in the sign, and uh he put the led lights behind but yeah me and my dad built that sign and it was again everything up there was designed i mean really i had everything in my head my dad just helped me but i'm not the most handy guy yeah but i've I've learned a little bit of the trade the plumbing and the you know carpentry work i've learned a little bit but um but like I said, now I'm I'm so emotionally attached to it. Oh yeah. That it's uh like I said, I, I told the chefs and stuff today, I said, My baby is born July sixth, so I'm gonna be a dad. Yeah. and they <laughs> looked at me, they said, Congratulations, That's you know, fun. what are you gonna name it? I said, You fools I said, This is my baby. <laughs> I said, This is my baby. So but my baby's being my baby's being born uh, July sixth and uh it already has its name, so we'll Hell see. Yeah. yeah, we'll see how it grows up and see what it's going to be.
0: Now, how many how many employees do you have to hire for for something like that big in terms of like rooms and dinner time and outdoor?
3: Yeah. Uh, right now, we got about thirty. Uh, sir, um, I guess waitresses and waiters. Right now, we're uh, we got six bartenders uh, and then our chefs from Cleveland. I had another guy from Pittsburgh. Uh, I had two other guys uh, moved down from Pittsburgh. Um, So in the back of this kitchen, we'll have eight. So we're we're over forty. So that's a nice payroll. So I'll be the last one to get paid. So,
0: So. yeah. So do do you have to reach out to these? Like, how does that work with chefs? I always wondered. Well, I went through five
3: chefs before the the one that I really found. I I hired a guy I think too early. Okay, and he was kind of a dick. (laughs) So me and him really didn't get along after a couple weeks. So he left. I uh, just kept going through. Uh, basically, it was on Indeed, and just you start calling people, you know, and you start calling these food purveyors. And um, it, the guy from Cleveland fell in my lap. He called. He said, hey, I heard about this restaurant one of the food purveyors was telling me about. He drove down. I told him my ideas I wanted to do. He was like, I'm sold. He sold his house. And wow. he moved his uh, two kids and his wife, and they're here already. Damn. And he said, I'm ready to rock and roll with you. So I said, let's do it.
0: No, that's that's he's awesome. He's all in, man. I mean, he's all he's sold in. Sold his house. His house. He, he, got he got an
3: apartment. The... Then found a house. Moved. So he's all in. Like I said, he signed a contract with me, and uh, he's pretty much he's pretty much mine for a while. And then if he leaves before, he's got to be out of like a hundred mile radius. So uh, interesting. Mm-hmm. It, is, is that for just in case anyone around oh, yeah, here tries to take him or someone from Pittsburgh or something? he's, he's got to be a hundred mile radius.
2: Damn, that's pretty. Almost like a restaurant NDA, basically. Exactly. (laughs) (laughs) So let me ask you this question
0: real quick. Are we having sports? I know you're a big sports guy. Do you you think we will go on? Yeah,
2: we'll definitely have
3: uh, things for WVU. We'll have buckets. Uh, We'll we'll definitely have things for the Steelers, local teams. Uh, We'll we'll have a football club, basically. Uh, It's kind of called a passport. You'll get like a hat, uh, like a pullover. Uh, You'll get this passport book. By the end of the year, if you try all my beers on tap through that year, we give you so back and money and gear and everything. You get a couple free meals. So there's 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 so much stuff. Like I said, we don't have enough hours in the day, but we will have a football club and uh, we'll have bourbon cigar nights. Me, there, there's there's so much <laughs>
1: stuff. Oh yeah, there's not, so much so stuff so out there sorry, right man. now. Sounds yeah. awesome. I mean, I can tell just from talking to you that you really you're you are emotionally attached to this. Oh, All right, I love it's it. It, yeah. dude. I mean, it's inspiring. Honestly,
3: there's but there's some mornings I walk in and I'm like, fuck, I really had to come here today. Yeah. Fuck, but. Then there's some days I'm like, here she is.
1: Yep. Here she is. So that's cool, man. But yeah.
2: I had a quick question. Uh, you know, you, you have so many like, um, you know, promotions and stuff going <laughs> on, so many like different things, like the craft beers showing up and the wineries and all that stuff. Like, are you going to have other events in place? I, I know you already said like the live musical stuff. Are you going to have like trivia and other stuff like that? Just like, Yeah, we'll work on, on that. Trying to basis. find.
3: Yeah, just try to find our niche and what we want to be. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm, I'm calling myself more of an upper scale casual. Um, like I said, I mean, you can wear whatever you want. It doesn't like you have to come in in a full suit and tie. If you come in like I am right now with a T-shirt and a pair of shorts, that's fine. Um, just know you're going to pay a little bit higher price go, go, you know, go, going into the place.
0: Yeah, it, um, I, I feel like, though, too, I would rather pay a higher price for something good. Exactly. Yes. And, you know, knowing that, like you said, the chickens aren't in the slaughterhouse mm. and everything like that. So, you know, price price for me is not a big deal as long as you're you're getting what you're paying for and it seems like we definitely will yeah i'm a big
1: um i'm a big atmosphere guy it sounds like the atmosphere is going to be sweet like your outdoor area with the barn you know like you got you said your bar inside with whatever you said 24 different taps like i that's what i like i like a nice atmosphere and you said you got like the the rustic barn wood that see i like that kind of thing so that yeah. those are kind of things that draw me in for sure
0: no i i agree i don't know i i'm just i'm very excited um for you obviously knowing you but it's it it impre- like i'm just very impressed with how educated you are just like i told <laughs> Karina 2 weeks ago You you don't realize, like some people just sit at home and they think they're going to open a restaurant at a bar. You don't realize what goes in in the back end.
3: Oh, there's so much little shit that you, that when I got into this, I had a list of things I wanted to do. That list has been thrown away like five months ago. (laughs) So it's gone. It's a, you wake up and it's like, what's going to happen today? Yeah. What's going to happen today? And it's exciting, but in the back of your mind, you're like, fuck. Something bad's going to happen. You're in, you know, I'm getting to the point now when I'm open, I'm not going to please everyone. I know I'm not. Mm
1: -hmm.
3: You're going to deal with people. People are going to bitch. That's fine. That, that happens in every business. So, and you just say, Hey, I'm sorry. We'll get you next time or have us another chance. And there, you know, it's just, it's, it's the nature of the, it's the nature of business. That's
1: that's how it goes. Absolutely. Adapt and survive, right? We've adapted a lot. Every day (laughs)
2: we adapt. So I got a question, Braxton. Now, you know, down the road here, a little in the future, maybe like 10, 20 years or so, what do you want, like, the motto or the legacy of the char house to be, like, here on the boulevard? You know, what do you want people to say down the line about about your place?
0: That's a good question.
3: That was the best fucking meal I ever had. <laughs>
2: <laughs> I like that
0: answer. No, no, it's it's true.
3: Yeah, I mean, I just want it to be a classy place. Just everyone just, like, damn, that, that place and we're going to have regulars that come back and – I want people when they walk out of there like, shit, that was the that was one of the best experiences I ever had. I, I just want people to have fun. That that's it. I just want people to have fun and just experience it. That that's it. There's a sign on the wall. Don't merely taste a beer, experience it. Lord. Love it.
0: Like love it. it, love it. But I just want to say thanks for coming. Um I'm looking forward to it. When you guys hear this, it'll be sunday july 5th that next monday at 11 is when they will be opening up and you know i'm just i'm looking forward to coming up experiencing everything it's it's cool all the ideas that you have and i i truly believe that that's what will get a different crowd pulled in is all of the opportunities that you're you're giving people around this area to go and enjoy
3: absolutely well i appreciate you guys having me on and you guys are more than welcome to do a live podcast up there. so We accept. You, you can take me up on my offer.
0: <laughs> we accept the challenge. So yeah.
1: Yep. Braxton, thanks so much for coming, man. I'm excited. Um, looks like you put a lot of freaking work into it. I'm excited to see it, and good luck to you, my man. Thanks, guys. But Thank where, you. Where can we find this on the web? Our website will not re-release till July
3: 6th because I don't want anyone copying my shit.
0: <laughs> Understood. There you July
3: go.
1: 6th, look for the website, Charhouse. Great interview with Braxton there, but he also decided to stick around for the rest of the episode. He's got a very busy day, but he wanted to hang out here at the Juicebox Pod. It's at the Juicebox Pod.
0: Yeah, so honestly, we're very happy to have you here. We'll just kind of start. You you are the new czar right now, so um, <laughs> I, I expect you to just just hold up, hold up your end of the bargain. <laughs> I'll try to do my best. <laughs> so, Tig, I want to talk about the Air Force because... Um, we never really, we we touched on it in Roy Miller episode eight, which actually is the second or third most streamed and played episode that we have, by the way. Did you know that? Humble brag. Yeah. Humble brag. But so what, what was your, what's your process with all that?
2: When did you know that you wanted to do this? And then what are the steps going forward? So, I mean, this, this, I mean, this, the whole air force thought and like process has been like. Literally, not to kind of compare this to Braxton's entrepreneurship, but it's been like three years, in a sense, around that, where it's just like, you know, I just didn't really know what I wanted to still do with school. You know, I kept going. And I was like, you know, I keep going, like, program to program. And, like, nothing is really what I want. You know, I don't feel that calling when I'm in it and stuff. And it's like, I really don't want to keep, like, going and, you know, not finishing the program or not going to it throughout a program where I don't want to be see myself. And, like, a couple years later, you know, it's like, what's the point? Yeah, not I feel that. So I'd rather just work. Just try to figure it out and stuff like that. And, you know, I, I just, you know, I, I feel like I'm a pretty good person. You know, I, I want to see the world in a better place. And, uh, you know, so, I mean, um, I talked to a few rec- few recruiters in high school after, like, we had to take the ASVAB, I think, my senior or junior year at high school and stuff. So I talked to a few recruiters then. and I was like, maybe, like, maybe the military is a choice that, you know, I never really thought of seriously but maybe that's maybe that's where I want to be and uh, my uncle actually um, just retired after 30 years and he still works as a civilian and stuff so I mean he's been everywhere he's been in Vegas Honolulu Florida uh, Virginia he's Texas now in San Antonio he's been everywhere so I'm just kind of talking with him a little bit Um, but you know I just thought of that and uh, just the process to kind of like get everything going just kind of took forever it was a little laziest on my part and stuff. And then really this past last year and a half um has been like full dive into it. It's like I need to get this done, you know, I need to need to get all the forms, I need to talk to all these doctors, I need to get everything in and stuff like that. And so after I got everything in, just kind of problems problems started to arise in terms of like past health reasons, health concerns, I guess. Yeah, three nut tig. Yeah. So, you know, I possibly had an, I possibly had a third testicle, which I've kept hidden for my life for now twenty five years. So, um, <laughs> it's all right, dude.
0: You you have three, and I have one, so equal you out as one human.
3: Not even each other out. Yeah, so. We got a good medium. It's like you're meant to be. So why the air force? You don't want to follow in Moose Shively's
2: footsteps in the Navy, or <laughs> um, so Ms. Shively. Yeah, like uh, the, the one turnoff I have from the Navy solely is just I don't I don't I don't do well in like on ships. You know, I get a little boat sick, and yeah. plus, like I'm I'm six two. I'm a little tall, so I don't want to be cramped into those small little small little rooms in the sh- in the ships and stuff so that's that's the one thing where i was kind of like yeah don't really want to do navy
0: yeah
2: uh army you know i, I just never really thought of that i talked with the marines a little bit and stuff but i don't know I, I i'm a pretty smart guy i feel like in the way with i tested on the asvab and stuff like you know i, I kind of qualified for almost like every single job so i was like i kind of want to use my mind in a sense, I feel like I would be more value there. Yeah. So um there there that's why I went with the Air Force. They're a lot more technologically advanced. You know, pretty soon it's just gonna be it's I mean, it's just gonna be video games in the sky at one point, you know, like Ender's game or uh Damn. Ready Player One almost, you know, talking even, a
1: few movies, but even so if that is how it turns out, I could still so see you like in your Air Force gear with like some aviators. You got your you got your hair flowing in the wind. I can so see it. I can so see Pilot Tig over
0: here, right? Well, I I want to I want to ask too because you hear about like I think it's the Navy training and the Marine training. Like those first couple weeks are brutal. Does the Air Force have anything like that? Like in terms of. Like, you know how when you see the Navy, they're in the water and they're like drowning them and all that shit. Does the Air Force do anything like that? Do they fly you up and just drop you off in the
2: sky and like you have to parachute down or anything? So I'm not sure. I I believe all uh, all airmen will be like, quote unquote, like airborne, which means I believe that. uh, Don't quote me on this, but I I believe I feel like I read that all all recruits will be like parachuting. I think so. I, I'm not sure if that's true. I feel like I've read that somewhere. If not, there are a few, like, airborne jobs I did kind of sign up for. So if I would get those jobs, maybe in, like, the tech training after basic, I would I would get to do that and, like, have to get qualified on that. But, um, I mean, obviously there's basic training involved. I would say probably the Air Force is probably the least stressful maybe. Gotcha. In a sense. I mean, there are nicknames of the chair force, et cetera, et cetera. But, um, you know. It's like a, it's like a, it's like a car. You know, there's a lot of different moving parts, and everything needs to go well for this car to get to point A to point B. You know. Yeah. Well, I,
0: I know you know a lot about that. What we just talked about in terms of the restaurant, there's a lot of, lot of steps in terms of. A lot of intangibles. Getting at your end goal, but I want to ask you, Braxton, you're a big sports guy. Are do you think we will have any kind of sports in 2020? Because, you know, you hear about the plans of the NBA. The MLS is doing the same thing. Hockey. Part of me gets excited, but then part of me doesn't see how it's going to work. I
3: think the hockey is the most interesting with just going right into the playoffs with 24 teams. Yeah. Um, I think college football. I think I've been seeing like I saw like Iowa State, Clemson, I think Bama and Auburn. They were just having season ticket holders only. But those are big-name schools, so what happens to the MAC schools and the smaller D1 that they don't have season ticket holders like the Power Five? So I, 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 I don't know. I mean, I see a lot of D2 and D3 canceling seasons. Yeah. I mean, I think they saw the writing on the wall. Yeah. But um, I, I don't know. I, I'd like to see sports, but I
1: think – I don't think fans will be in the stands. Yeah. In my opinion, I just don't see it happening in general. Like, that's just me, though. Like, I don't see how they're going to be able to keep up with tests, keeping up. Like, what are they going to do? You know, one week, the team plays. Uh, five days later, one of the players tests positive. Now, everyone has to get tested. Some of them are probably positive. It's just going to be like a, like a you know, like a chain. Trickle-down effect. effect. Yeah. yeah. Like, I feel like if one literally one player mm-hmm. tests positive during the season. Everyone will get it. Like, I don't get how you can.
3: Well, isn't it now like regulate. NBA players or some of them are saying that they're not going yeah. to Orlando. So I think you're going to have a lot of the NFL guys when they yeah. start training camp or these OTAs are going to be like, I'm out. Cause when they get that guaranteed money, that baby's guaranteed. That's a guaranteed yeah. money. So well,
0: and in two, I, I feel like the reason I don't think it's going to happen is because I think we're looking at the wrong thing here in terms of the whole country. Yes, cases are going up, but the hospitalizations aren't. The death rate's going down. So it makes you think, is it just younger people that's getting it, and we just run through it like nothing? Is it to where, you know, a lot of the older people probably are staying home? So I I don't know. It does does fascinate me. But it's just crazy. It's just so hard for me to believe that nobody knows what the fuck is going on. (laughs) Like, you you hear, you hear new things every day. Fauci comes out a couple weeks ago and says, well, the reason that I told people not to buy masks is because I knew we didn't have enough for the healthcare system and the healthcare workers. So how are we supposed to believe anything
3: you say, Dr. Fauci? I would love to be a manufacturer of mask and Lysol spray right now.
0: Fuck, yeah. And hand sanitizer, dude. I saw, was it uh, Dana B uploaded the picture of that hand sanitizer and like the whiskey bottle and it's like man they're te- they're tempting me to drink this yeah, <laughs>
1: yeah.
0: <laughs> i don't know that's that's fucking wild but no,
1: it, it is funny though like big
0: corporations
1: like you said it, you'd love to have like a lysol company or like a mass company big corporations just like jump on the chance to just bring in the cash like you saw like big corporations they were uh making hand sanitizer and shit like that it's like I mean, that's just how it is. You know
0: what I mean? Well, and that's why I I, I can understand why people get mad because, you know, they bail out these big corporations and things like that. Where was all that money for these small up-and-coming restaurants that couldn't survive years ago? Or where was that money when you had a neighborhood that was doing bad and and needed money sunk in to uh, get restaurants and stuff? So, I don't know. It's just just all weird. But let's uh, switch real quick. Did you guys see that somebody created a porn star list? Oh, 370. 370 porn stars ranked? Shout
1: out to that guy. I, he did his research. I mean, for sure.
0: I want to assume that, <clears throat> that that guy probably at least spanked it 370 <laughs> times. I mean, if, if you're making a list. Well, I mean, if you think, if you're making a list, I mean,
1: he's had to have spanked it to every single one of those girls.
0: And you know, he checked it twice.
1: Yeah. Exactly. Because he's
0: being naughty, not nice.
1: But, like, that's a lot. Uh, that had to take him a while. Like, that's some in-depth research right there. 370. Like, maybe, you know, like, make, like, top 50. Like, that had to take him, like, how long do you think that took him to make that? I mean, it, I couldn't I, even really name you, like, that's, five porn stars
3: right Yeah, now. that's what I I'm saying. I got my go-to two or three, and yeah. that's it. Yeah.
0: Now, are you a Pornhub guy? Pornhub. No. No
1: xvideos.com
3: xvideos and red
0: tube
1: <laughs> okay okay see
0: I I used to be a it was xnxx.com yeah, yeah. and then this I, I used to be one called need banged <laughs> that was one like
3: eighth grade I was like holy shits like first pair you're not first pair of titties but you're just sitting there like holy shit this shit's awesome yeah. Yeah. you know you're like holy fuck I think my, vers-
1: my first dabble into the old pornosphere was xvideos.com. It's probably
3: at St. Mike's second grade when you guys oh, used yeah. to type in boobs yeah. on Google. Oh, I thought yeah. it was like Me, you
0: guys thought it was the greatest thing yeah. ever. You're like, "Oh my god, I type I in t- boobs." I typed <laughs> boobs in Google. Yeah, and then then and I, I remember you virus on the computer. You do. <laughs> you you'd, you'd make boobies with the calculator and flip it upside down. <laughs> yeah. Dude, it, it, it's uh I don't know. I I really like looking back on it. Those definitely were awesome. Times of your life when you literally didn't have to worry about fucking shit. I looked forward to going to school back in the day, and and then you get to college, and it is crazy to think that, you know, when you're 18 years old, you're supposed to decide what you're going to do for the rest of your life. I don't. Oh know. yeah, no, that's why that's why I
1: talk about with a lot of people like around our age or you know a few years younger. They're like man, I don't really know. I don't know what's going on. I'm like, dude we're still so young you don't have to know right now just try everything you know what i mean like that's how i feel about it like you don't how how can someone expect you even right when you graduate college to know exactly what you're going to do for the rest of your life
0: well and that's why i asked you in the interview like what advice you would give to young kids because we don't get taught that stuff in terms of financials and you know On our next episode, I'm excited we'll have G on to talk about free games, so we'll get more in-depth in that. But it's just, that's why I'm very impressed, because obviously you know what you're doing working in investments, but, you know, there's a lot of shit that you have to know. (laughs) You know, I will say this.
3: When I got my degree and my MBA, I haven't used one fucking thing they taught me. Mm -hmm. Like, they don't, like, you go into, like, a class... Like, I don't care if fucking the king of fucking uh, England uh, stabbed himself, had seven wives, and he he got a bandit from the church. Like, that's not going to help me in life. Yeah. Like, teach me how to fucking make money. Yeah. You know, teach me how to make fucking money. Make how how do I buy a house? How do I make a mortgage payment? How do I pay my insurance? How how do I keep a checkbook? Like that's, that's the what shit me, yeah. that kids have to fucking learn.
1: That's literally what me and Jake talked it's about sad. last week. I get week.
3: waitresses up there for takeout. They don't even know how to make fucking change. Mm-hmm. I'm like, uh, you know, that's you, like a, a dollar six back. And they're pointing out their phone and going on the POS system. Like, you 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 really don't know how to make change. Yeah, I mean, it's sad. It really is.
1: No. It, Like, on the same token there, you know, for my job, like, for cigarettes, state minimum is 7% markup, Mm -hmm. and some small independent stores, like, I have to set their prices because they don't know how to mark it up 7%, and I'm like... You know what I mean? Like some people just don't it's like common sense. Yeah, yeah, and we're lucky like we we're smart enough, we we've learned, like we're educated to do that stuff. But it is true, like some people like literally can't even do that. Make change, like nothing like
0: yeah, that. Yeah, and I, I, I wanna say I think the reason that we know how to do that stuff is because we we grew up in both worlds. We grew up in the world without technology. Like now yeah. it's if if you would tell somebody that at 10 years old or 12 years old that you didn't have a cell phone, you weren't able to Google this, you weren't able to Google that, kids would probably lose their mind. I mean, these kids come out of the womb and they got an iPhone X yeah. already. Yeah. So I, I don't know. I, I think it's – uh, I don't know. I think we're lucky that we got to see both sides of the tracks in terms of where when you got home from work – or not work, school you went outside, you didn't sit on your ass and play video games or whatever, not knocking video games because we've now learned that you can make money off of that, and if you would have told me that, I probably would have played a lot more video games to be completely honest with you, but I mean, I rode my scooter up and down these hills fucking a hundred <laughs> times after school, yeah,
3: so i don't know you just see like you go to the playgrounds. You never see a kid like just even pick up basketball games. You never see a pickup yeah. basketball game ever. It's and it's it's all got to be organized. Like oh okay, well the Center plays Tuesday and Thursday. That that's great, but like, can anyone just go out to a Garden Park or and just, somewhere mm-hmm. and be like, oh shit, there's 10, 12 people. Mm-hmm. I'm I'm gonna jump in a pickup game.
0: Yeah, and that's why I thought it was cool when you got. I know you played oh, the Clearview League. Yeah. yeah,
3: dude, that was awesome. It was that cool. Was I loved going to
1: watch
0: that.
3: We had that for what
2: three or four years. We played, and then it uh, just kind
3: of vanished. I think yeah. it was three. I only three. played
2: in the first year. I know, but um, yeah, I think it went like two or three, and then yeah, I'm not sure if uh, Mike just like couldn't keep it all, couldn't keep it all like contained or whatnot, or I I, I don't know how. Because at of one dissipated. point it got big. It, it was huge. It we was, had, I mean, like nine were, or ten. T- like it, yeah. it got to be like
3: people would just come and watch. Yeah,
1: that's what I mean. There were like crowds I would go and watch. Like there was a, I remember.
0: Our senior year of high school, that year, whenever it was going
1: on, like there was a big crowd of people there to watch.
0: Well, I I, I remember the f- first season, the first championship game. There were people fucking everywhere, and like you had like the Warwood kids rooting for this team, and then you had us coming up and rooting for that team. I, I think Jock hit the game winner in the championship game.
2: Jock did hit the game oh, winner yeah. against me,
0: <laughs> and and you well, just not against me,
2: but against you, our
0: team. You don't you don't see that and, and maybe it's because I'm not in those realms, but I, I don't think kids do that anymore.
3: It's like a lost art of well, everyone's playing. just on Facebook telling how great their lives are and Instagram, like, oh my god, I'm here with my boyfriend in Florida. Like, I don't give a fuck. <laughs> you know, like why do you have to explain that no, to me? Dude,
1: like yeah. the
3: people that post the most, I feel like sometimes don't have confidence and two have the worst personal life They're because just, they want people to yeah. see mm-hmm this is what I live. And I'm like, first of all, I know where you live. Mm. Second of all, like, no, that's kind of weird. I said that, but like, I know where you're from. <laughs> I know where you, live, you do, know where you live. And that's not the lifestyle you live. So let's, let's cut. Yeah. The people like
1: now. to put on a show. That's for sure. Y- like everyone yeah. wants to put on a show. Like, you know, I'm better than you. I'm here doing this. I just got this new, whatever. You're right. And people just have to post all this shit. And it's, it does come down to like, it it's, Maybe it's like a confidence thing, like they like want acceptance. people to think. Yeah, it's acceptance or just kind to fit of thing. In the world trying to be yeah. something. I, I don't. Uh, know. yeah.
0: But like I promise you, nobody gives a fuck. Like <laughs> nobody cares. Okay, I will say sometimes when you upload pictures of monuments or cool places, that stuff's cool. But nobody cares. Uh, like everybody works. Nobody fucking cares about your work. Like it's just to the point now to where everybody wants. Everybody thinks that everybody wants to know what they're doing, and nobody gives a fuck.
1: Yeah.
3: Now, a good booty pick or a bikini pic. Yeah. I don't. I don't mind those, so we can post those. I all can day. get behind that. Some some dude out there telling me he's in Florida or about his day at work, like Jake said. I, I really could care less, buddy.
1: Yeah, it is like everyone knows where everyone's at all the time, and like everyone knows what everyone's doing. It's almost like there's no mystery in anything anymore. Everyone knows everything about everyone. And it, it, you know it, what I mean? It it's, makes it difficult
0: yeah. to meet new people because now, if you walk up to, unless you're both shit-faced, that's one thing, but if you walk up to somebody at a bar or somewhere, they would probably get creeped out now because they're used to somebody sliding in their DMs, which, you know, I've probably been in your DMs at you, Snixon underscore, slide in whenever you want, but it's just, it, it's just, I don't know, it's just odd. We're We're at an odd time, and like, I just read and saw today that we're on a coin shortage now, and I, I heard that Lowe's downtown has signs where they're not accepting cash because they don't have change. And I feel like how you said everybody wants to know what everybody's doing, now I feel like to at a bigger spectrum, they're slowly going to eliminate the dollar and the coin Everything's virtual. Everything will be virtual, so they'll they'll always be able to see your transactions too. Like just, you
3: know, working in investments, that's the one thing we don't want to happen. Yeah, because it's not real money. It's I'm, I, I guess you could say it's like a credit card in my eye, but it's not like I can go to the bank or I can go to a Bitcoin ATM and get bitcoins. Yeah, it's it's I I, just, I really don't know how they're gonna do it. I I really don't.
0: Now I want to ask you that you say investment, so I'm assuming. You're talking about stocks?
3: Stocks, mutual funds, stuff like that, yeah. So
0: why is everybody getting so mad at Dave Portnoy?
3: Oh, because he sold his company, and now he's day trading or yeah, whatever? B-
0: yeah, because <laughs> I, I'm reading everywhere Davey that day Trader. that he's, um, he's going against ethical things, and he's driving the stock so high up. It, I, I see all these guys tweeting at him. I don't understand how that works.
3: I mean, there's like... He's a big player. A, a lot of it's the a lot of it's the companies like the big ones, Goldman Sachs, J.P. Morgan, Merrill. I used to work to. Those are the guys that drive the market. Yeah, They're, the, those those investors have billions of dollars that they could pump and dump a stock. It could go up one day, twenty bucks. Next day, it's down forty because they made their money, and then you're fucked. So the little guys always fucked in this. It's it's the big corporations. They know what's going to happen
2: at all times. Yeah, I, I don't know. But now you're seeing Davey Day Trader leading a huge brigade of the entire following of Barcelona Sports on Robin Hood mm-hmm. just try to be the Golden Sox, to, to, try mm-hmm. and, to try and be the guys who are manipulating the stock, but it's just a whole bunch of common people. I mean, there's so much goes all.
3: into it. It's like world news. I mean, it's like if something happens in Asia or Europe because their time zones are ahead, Uh, then we're, we just, we just follow the path. So it, whatever happens in the world news or world economy, everyone's going to feel the effect.
0: Yeah. I don't know. Stocks fascinate me and it's something that, you know, I've always wanted to get into. I, I probably won't, but I, it's just gambling for adults, I feel like, right? <laughs> I mean, in a sense,
3: like... I had a client ask me that. They're like, so basically, it's like going to a casino, and you're going to put... You're basically going to take my money and, you know, spin the wheel. And I was like, well, I mean, in a way, you know, in, in, yeah. in, in a way, because there are some stocks that you throw into, and it's like, it's I'm throwing a dart in the room right now. I don't know where it's going. We're just going to see if it sticks. Yeah. But there's people that... Somehow, some way, they put thousands, millions of dollars into a stock and they're a millionaire in a week. Hmm. It's a crazy game. Yeah. It's a crazy, crazy yeah. game. I,
1: I would love to know it and understand it, but no I, one understands it. Yeah. No one understands yeah, it. Yeah. It's like, a, I don't know.
0: Except Jordan Balfour. Yeah. I guess. Which yeah.
1: that dude, like when I was
3: younger and I watched The Wolf or, uh, yeah, The Wolf yeah. of Wall Street, I, I think, I think that's what really got me. Like, I'm like, fuck like i want to do that like, that's awesome <laughs> i want to be this fucking guy like yeah. i want to be driving this car doing this banging this girl like just living the fucking life telling the fbi get the fuck off my yacht like yeah. i was like fuck yeah i was like that's i was like holy fuck yeah but not the trouble part but yeah. now i heard he's in australia well like, he's still like 100 like, he's net worth like 100 million still or oh, he's a huge
0: motivational yeah. speaker and, dude, that movie's great. The but, scene where Jonah Hill's in the house, and he's just, like, jerking off in front of everyone, and his wife comes in, and he's just like, she's so fucking sexy, and he's just jerking it on Quailin. Dude,
1: loose. the actual Jordan Belfort, though, you can tell he used to do oh, hard yeah. drugs. Yeah. That dude just looks cracked out. Yeah. Like, he just, I don't know, whatever. I mean, he's made, he made his money, so. I mean, would it.
3: you do, I mean, if you lived his lifestyle... And what did he go to prison for, five or six years? I don't
1: even know if it was that long, was Would it? you
3: serve time, say, three to five years, go to another country and have $100 million yeah. in the bank?
1: Wouldn't he, even think about and it. And his prison, though, was, it was like probably a a fucking yeah. end prison. It was probably like, like the Bernie he paid off
2: that he had his own garden. His he's own, playing tennis own, all day every, and all yeah, that. Yeah, he's. I have a correction. Jordan Belfort went to prison for a large total of 22 months. Wow.
0: Right. So like not that, even two years. That just does go to show you how much the almighty dollar really is worth. Because I feel like if uh, something in that scenario where it was a small small timer, they probably would have went to jail much longer. I feel like, but I don't
3: know. But he mu- he, I don't know if he was a rat. He must have. I mean, there was other people doing it, so he had to give names.
0: I don't know if I could do that part. I don't know. Yeah, that's tough.
3: That's tough. That is tough. But I, I mean, that's like your good friends that. I, that would that would be tough. Yeah, that, that'd be it. Yeah. I I don't think I could do it. I I I, I honestly I wouldn't do it. I,
0: I don't think I, I could. Now, would you have ratted in Takashi Six Nines instance where he ratted out the thugs and the crew and everything that he was in? That because that's kind of like the that's kind of like I guess like the mafia. Like you get all these
3: guys ratting out how they do it, the Costa Nostra and everything. Like it's kind of like if you guys took like an oath or did something. It's kind of like. What's the point of having it if you're not gonna do it? Yeah,
0: I agree. You know, he's got some fucking wild hair. And shout out Sean,
1: Sean Malditas too. It's weird though, cause like, yeah, you're getting out of prison early for you know snitching on all these people, but you have that on your name forever now that you're a snitch. I'm surprised he's not dead. No, that's I thought the same. He, I, he's got to have like bodyguards everywhere. Like I thought the same thing. I, I figured someone would have killed him. What's right now.
0: probably? I, who knows if he even lives here? He, he could have taken his money and moved to another country. Probably something I would do. I don't know. I, I, I mean, I, I am sitting here actually really, really thinking about this, and I'm going to change my stance, I think, actually. I love my friends, but if I have a chance to come out with $100 million, fuck all y'all. The only people I'm worried <laughs> about is my family and maybe my small little crew. But, man, you give, me that, you give me that fat sack as soon as I walk out that door. Money talks. Money talks. And bullshit walks. Facts. Do you have any uh, quest- hot takes, questions, or topics? No, I mean, there were a couple things I was thinking about. Um,
1: give it to us, baby. Have you guys, like, ever, like, I don't want to say blacked out, but blacked out almost driving? Like you've driven, you've been such in a zone driving, and you don't even. It feels like you're not even. You're on autopilot almost. I, I and then you you hit a certain point. You're like, how is I driving right now? I'm not even like paying attention to anything.
0: Yeah, because for our jobs, with how often we are driving, there are some times where I'll leave a store, plug in the address, yeah, coast, and just park and be like, holy shit, I don't even. Like, how remember did I get here? Driving there.
1: It happens to me all the time. It's like literally like my mind is just on autopilot. Have you it's crazy
0: had a run in with a deer yet almost? No. Man, I I almost I think it was Monday. Half asleep, well, not half asleep. I had my coffee but early morning driving on the interstate and this deer just shot out of nowhere and just ran across the fucking interstate. Dude, and that's another thing that weirds me out when people get mad about people hunting. Because if we didn't hunt those oh, deer, yeah. imagine how many would be around. Yeah. I mean, it, it, it is,
2: it would be Planet of the Deer. It would.
0: It, it
1: w- no, yeah, it literally would be. But that kind of just led into my other thought I was having, which I was talking to Jake about yesterday. Like, yeah, it's the circle of life. Like, and other animals have to eat other animals but like watching nature documentaries like it legit like makes me sad like i saw like a, like a pack of lions like attacking like a fucking wildebeest or whatever and i was like dang like that's sad
0: yeah <laughs> like it legit made me sad no but. there i i wanted to bring this up because um i got it actually off a of, off of Taylor. she 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 gets me the good stuff on twitter but there was a post that went viral of a picture of the horoscopes from 1979 kind of freaked me out a little bit because I am a Sagittarius and this is what mine says and it's very very weird horoscope hour with juice you are optimistic and enthusiastic you have reckless tendency to rely on luck since you have no talent the majority (laughs) of Sagittarians are drunks Nixon is a Sagittarian. You are not worth the time of day. So it's talking about Richard Nixon, I would assume. But it's just really <laughs> weird that that is what my horoscope would have been in 1979. Yeah, that, that's, that, that's pretty weird. Yeah. I
1: mean.
2: Well, I'm not going to sit idly yeah. by and let you bash Richard Nixon's good name.
0: Hey. I am not a crook. Listen, Mr. Watergate, that was my plan, dude. I mean, I will
2: ride with Richard Nixon. You look at all of li- all of his list of accomplishments, no president has done more than Richard Nixon in office.
0: Is he the greatest president of all time?
2: He's my number one. He gave the power to the people.
0: Okay. All right. I feel you. I, I uh, yeah, I, I don't really, I don't know about presidents, man. I don't know. <laughs> this, this whole thing just confuses me because, <laughs> you know, we vote for a president, but everybody's always like, you're voting for the cabinet. Well, then why the fuck are we voting for a president? Why don't we just vote for the cabinet? I, I don't... Dude, government, you suck, dude. Figure it the fuck out, bro. I, I'm so sick of all this political bullshit. No one no, and no one gets along.
3: Like, no one. But then somehow they all come out with just millions of dollars in their pocket.
0: It makes no sense to me. All And, and everyone's like, well, why why would you want to be a career politician? Well, I'll tell you why they are a career politician, because they make millions of dollars, and I don't understand how they do it. I, I, I don't get it, and I think that's a big issue with everything going on is you have all these old fucks that we vote for. We're voting between an 81-year-old and a 77-year-old, and all of these dudes are in a completely different mind space than our younger generation coming up.
3: Now, I will have to say this. Trump does have a smoke show speaker of the House. I, I'm i just pointing I out I heard that. She see it is was, a smoke show. You might want to pull her up. Yeah. She's a smoke.
0: Damn, yeah. But, I, I mean, don't...
3: obviously, I'm, I'm sure he's tapped it. <laughs> I'm just going to throw that out there.
0: Well, dude, I heard uh, that, um, what's his wife's name, Melania?
3: Yeah, Melania.
0: That they were getting ready to have a divorce, and then he got elected president, and they were like, oh. Okay, we'll we'll hold off on this so I can be the first lady. So I don't know this. Uh, th- this year has been crazy. It feels like it's been five years. This one, and we're only in July. So I'm very very anxious to see how things are going to turn out. Yeah, 2020 can can just go. I'm ready for
1: 2021. Yeah, yeah. I, I saw a meme today. Remember that uh, that kid. That half or at the end of the football game. He's like, they had us in the first half, not going to lie. It's like, this is the second half of 2020, so maybe shit can turn around, or maybe shit can even get, get even worse, but who knows? I saw, also saw that there was like a new strand of, uh, I didn't read it or anything. I just saw it on Twitter. A new strand <laughs> of the swine flu. Oh, man. <laughs> yeah. Then it said, uh, <laughs> could have pandemic like effects
0: <laughs> holy shit trump speaker of the house is a smoke What's shout out shout out kaylee Mc, mcnanny oh yeah Kaylee. yeah bet you could find her on Pornhub. oh dude i,
3: I, I blame you i wouldn't be here right now i'd be home
0: <laughs> yeah and i, I want to say shout out to all the chicks making OnlyFans fans accounts too if I had a fat ass and nice titties, I'd be popping that pussy on there all day long to make a dollar. Yeah.
1: These girls are dead ass making a lot of money
2: doing Get that. Get that bag. For Get real. that bag. But whatever.
1: But I don't know, guys. Um, I mean, bring up one point. Are
3: guys really that desperate anymore now? I mean, we as men, are are are, are we that desperate to see, we some, might be. see some puss and tits? Well, I mean, I is that over lockdown
1: especially?
2: I think the OnlyFans war um i see it a lot on twitter it's a lot in like the gaming kind of community there's a lot of like quote-unquote e-girls doing it and stuff like that and like i think it i think these young men who i assume have like kind of like in their mind like created a relationship with them because they've been following for so the, so long like i think they, it's like 78 year old men well yeah i mean that's on <laughs> the younger s- spectrum of where i was going but um lost my train of thought okay so Yeah, I think it's just, like, the relationship they've kind of just built up in their head, um, just from, like, watching their streams or seeing them so much, like, and kind of interacting on Twitter, where they think, like, it's almost, like, kind of tricking, because, like, I think they think they have a chance, and that's why, you know?
0: Yeah, because, I mean, I'm not going to lie, I've dabbled in OnlyFans, I mean, I was in a dark hole in March and April, I just wanted to see what it was all about, and (laughs) you can on there... Message these girls back and (laughs) forth and have them send personalized like videos and pictures. So, I I can understand your point and where you're coming from, for sure. But
2: JT, I had a quick question before we end up. Oh yeah, yeah. uh, JT, did you get any new interests?
1: No, honestly, dude. When no, I mean when? When will we record? Saturday? Well, Sunday because you fucked up on Saturday. But yeah, dude. that's how I feel lately, though. It's like, I'm not, like, I feel like I'm in a good place, like, mentally. But I just want something new that I'm, like, really invested in, like, interested in. You know what I mean? Like, I'm not really into, like, anything on TV right now. I don't play, like, any, like, video games. You know what I mean? I just want to, like, run into something that. I really Well, enjoy. you know what
2: you could be playing is the Nintendo Switch that I've let you yeah. borrow for now, like months and months Is and that months. still
1: here? Yeah, it is. That is
2: still here. And there's a new game called Yes, Your Grace Out, which is like a Game of Thrones simulator that honestly I want to play. It you might, can take it I may it have back. to commandeer back my Nintendo Switch. I mean, it Switch. is
1: yours. Just be like, hey, give me that fucking thing back.
0: No, that, that, Ridiculous. that, is, that is fucking. Oh, and he no, still hasn't is. watched the replacements. I, that's true. Oh, I haven't watched that yet either. It's
2: been like a year-long segment. Yeah. all right
0: but um yeah um you can find me on twitter and instagram at juice nixon underscore our website's www.thejuiceboxpod.com we do have a couple uh shirts left mostly smalls a couple xls largest sold out in a couple mediums um, we will be getting ready to launch the next style of shirt and we're going to kind of uh, we
1: will get more double XLs. Yeah,
0: we're, we're going to change our attack in terms of the sizes of the shirt. So, um, yeah, be be on the lookout for those. Make sure you guys check out Midnight Gamer. Episode four just dropped. Um, I believe it was Saturday at midnight. And then they should be coming out with episode five this week. Don't know if it'll be Friday or Saturday, but we'll, we'll see. Uh, look out for that. Me and dupes are coming back. The tobacco pipe is coming back full time every week. We're going to bring that, you know, mental shit that we always talk about, get real in depth and just shoot the shit. So make sure you check out that stuff. Uh, Thank you, Braxton, for coming and joining us on the pod. We are looking forward to the restaurant opening up. We're also maybe hopefully looking forward to some live shows. We'll have to talk about that and Talk about the logistics and things like that, and we'll go from there. But, yeah, um, if you guys can, you know, tell a friend, subscribe. If you're already subscribed, unsubscribe, and resubscribe, that just helps us in the algorithm kind of move up in the rankings. And, yeah, man, thanks for fucking coming, dudes. JT or Tig or whoever. Go, actually, Braxton, you go ahead, dude. Plug yourself. Give us your handles.
2: Where can we find you? Yeah, where, can, where the fuck can we find Online. you? Online. On the web, or are you on the web? The website doesn't drop to totally it. No, no, no. Like oh, you your, mean Instagram
0: your and media stuff? Is. Yeah, yeah,
3: yeah. <laughs> oh fuck, I don't even know. I don't even know my. I think it's Braxton Nolte underscore I on think Instagram. That's it. Yeah. No Instagram or uh, no Snapchat. No Twitter. Uh, Smart. Facebook last post was 2012. <laughs> so I'm just an Instagram. I'm 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 just. A to-myself guy. You want Hell to see
2: Braxton, yeah. come to Char House. If you want to see me, and, uh,
3: give me your stocks and mutual funds or come up to the restaurant. You can talk to me all day.
0: There we go.
1: Country boy. You can catch me at JTNixon underscore on Instagram. That's JTNixon underscore on Instagram. I'm on the Juicebox Podcast Twitter at the Juicebox Pod. This is at the Juicebox Pod. Follow us on Facebook, the Juicebox podcast. We are not the Diabetes, the Juice Box podcast. And thank you, Braxton. Shout out to the Char House. Shout out to these flaming Hot T-shirts he brought us. Nice blue, soft, nice T-shirts. Thank you very much for those.
0: You were just feeling your nips. They,
1: dude, they're nice. I've been feeling it, feeling the shirt the whole time. Uh, thank you very much for the shirts, and good luck with the Char House.
0: And I just want to say to you before Tick goes, I am now a official Call of Duty Warzone player and member. You can find me on Xbox at the Juicebox Pod. I'm thinking about starting to Twitch so I can make them dollars. Ninja, I'm fucking coming for you, bro.
2: You can catch me on Twitter at Nation, T-I-G-G-Y-N-A-T-I-O-N, and on Instagram at...
1: Money and Bank Tigs.
2: Also, shout out to Julia and Eric for just getting married on July 4th. Shout out. Um, shout out. And I'm sure the ceremony was incredible as I was there, so thank you for that.
1: And you can catch Juicebox Zar. That's at Juicebox Zar on Instagram and Twitter. That's z a-r
0: Z's and zebra, as in apple, R and in respects. Have a great 4th of R July. as
1: in Reebok. Don't get it twisted. Bye.
3: I've been getting dirty money, Jordan third. Second penny stocks while I'm flipping
2: these birds. Sipping on Ciroc, trip them up with the words. I done popped the molly and I think it be my third.